0: Welcome to the third episode of CXO Spice Talk. Today's topic is how to dominate our market with a book. Uh, We have our guest speaker, Brian Heisman here. Uh, Brian is the CEO of Made for Success Publishing and the author of two marketing books. Brian worked for three fortune 10 companies and now shares his writing and marketing know-how with authors producing three Wall Street Journal bestsellers in the past three months. Wow, uh, it's an honor to have you here, Brian.
1: Absolutely, Helen. I've been excited to talk to you and have a interesting discussion about dominating market niches. So um, this, this should be awesome.
0: Yeah, so tell me uh, about your origin, origin story.
1: Yeah, well, you know, an origin story is always kind of an interesting thing when talking to, uh, you know, just about anybody, but mine started back, uh, you know, when I was in college, I studied economics and I was fascinating with, fascinated with monopolies at that stage. And I was so fascinated with monopolies that I decided to work for one. And in my uh, corporate career, before I started my own companies, I worked for three monopolies. And I learned a lot of uh, information working for these very large companies um, about you know going in, dominating a market um, and extracting extraordinary profits uh, from those markets. Today, as a book publisher, um, I regularly, just like you today write checks to the dominating monopolies. I write checks to Google for my pay-per-click campaigns. I write checks to Google for my um, my suite of email and calendar communications. I write uh, checks to Microsoft. I write checks to Facebook for advertising. I regularly write uh, massive checks to Amazon for a whole variety of things. So today, a lot of the, uh, the work that I do uh, um, is supporting the ecosystem of these very large companies. But one of the interesting things <clears throat> that, um, that came up to me when I started my first company, and this was in the late 90s, it was a dot-com in the first dot-com wave, was that there is opportunities to create invisible monopolies. And as such, I'm currently in my business, just like you, in your business, I'm writing checks to these invisible monopolies such as Atlassian or Intuit for uh, my you know, financial systems or Slack or Salesforce. Um, so we're all um, in these uh, various ecosystems where we're supporting these companies. And you know, today, Helen, I wanted to talk about ways that you can extend the growth much quicker for a new product release using a book. And of course I'm a book publisher, um, but I'm a book publisher that thinks in terms of scaling products quickly um, and doing it in a way that can dominate a market. That's so
0: excellent, Brian. And uh, a lot of what you do is creating fame and fortune for others. How do you, how do, you do this?
1: Well, uh, you know, it's interesting in the introduction, you mentioned that we've created uh, literally within the last three months, um, Wall, Street Bern- Wall Street Journal bestseller status uh, for three of our authors. And rumors have it that there might be another author that's gonna be uh, <laughs> um, climbing the mountain of the Wall Street Journal. And that author of course is Helen. Um, so it's interesting to uh, talk about, but you know, a book is a um, what I consider a free pass for getting famous. So, as an entrepreneur running a company, it's very difficult to get earned media, and by earned media, that means like uh, you know, Good Morning America or Forbes or Fast Company um, coming to you and asking you to contribute to their um, platforms with information, but as an author, you get a free pass to this earned media. So it's a, it's a great opportunity now, um, for people that are looking to use a book to extend their brand, that's one goal, but there's a lot of people that I work with that are using a book to extend their career. In fact, I just got a text, um, uh, this week from one of the authors, and he said, um, this was his quote. He goes, "The Heathman Halo effect surrounded my life and I was promoted to president of my company. I do believe that the best-selling credential from my book that's been circulating social media has played a part, especially when my CEO's endorsement was on the back cover.
0: Wow.
1: Okay, so that's a, it's an interesting example of how, you know, from a career perspective, you can use a book as an accelerator.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: there's many, many stories. In fact, I was just on a, um, a webinar right before I hopped on this um, show um, where one of our authors was interviewing executives from Target mm-hmm. and from 3M talking about ways that they were using the author's information to uh, produce a more inclusive workforce. Okay, so if the author had not written that book, he never would have had the motivation to have these key executives in his sphere of influence, much less to be talking about uh, some of his key ideas. So, you know, there's all kinds of exciting ways that you can um, really dominate, um, scale, Helen, and get famous.
0: Absolutely. Writing a book. Absolutely, Brian. I, I actually, through the process of working with uh, Made for Success Publishing Company, I believe I learned so much, right? I thought writing a book, finishing my manuscript uh, was 80% of publishing a book. And then I, through the process, learned that I was only 15 to 20% of Getting a book done. So let's just share with the new people who have never written a book. What is the process? How do they get started?
1: Well, you know, it, it's interesting. One of the um, one of the authors that I work with, his dad, took him aside and shared a quote. And this quote stuck with me. And here's the words of the father to his son. He said, um, "Son." reading a book, reading books makes a broad man, writing makes an exact man. And that was a really interesting uh, thought process. So when I think of, you know, all the various things that uh, that can, you know, that an author can be thinking about, um, this, this really does come into focus. So Helen, you mentioned um, your book that is soon to be released. In fact, it's coming out within a month called Ascend Your Startup. And I believe that this process stayed true to that thought that I just shared where reading creates a broad woman and writing makes an exact woman. And in your book, you're talking about the five disconnects that founders typically have scaling their business. Um, well, it's exciting to talk about scaling a business. Now, you know the reason that you chose the title "Ascend Your Startup" is because you use a metaphor of scaling a mountain, that's very similar to scaling revenues. And you talk about some of the challenges that authors have in, you know, the, the disconnects that, that they typically will, um, will come by. Um, I fully expect, uh, Helen, despite the fact that it's not on the market yet, but that this book will be a bestseller. I do believe that this book will catch the attention of publications like the Wall Street Journal, uh, because it's very well written, and you've got a very broad platform. So in terms of taking an idea of, uh, of accelerating product revenues and uh, turning it into a book is a, uh, a fame piece um, that will serve your um, needs as an influencer in great ways. So I'm glad you asked the question though about how to write a book. So, you know, the author's journey is, um, is typically not a straight line, right? It's just like a founder's journey or a executive for a very large uh, Fortune 50 company. Their journeys of scaling a market will have many, many ups and downs, many setbacks. And it's the skilled executive that will figure out how to navigate all these, all these aspects. But in writing a book, Let's talk about that specifically, um, because that kind of gets to your question: How can um, listeners leverage a book to generate fame or to uh, create awareness beyond any type of Google pay-per-click advertising or Facebook advertising or social media posting? Um, you know, how can we actually extend our ideas and get this earned media? Well, um, it always starts, and and it's it's a fairly simple process. And I'll just whip through these um, because Helen, you've already done all this, right? But you first identify your target audience. Who is it that you intend to have your, uh, to read your book? Many misconceptions that people have when they first come and work with Made for Success, our publishing company, is when I ask them, who do you think is gonna read the book, and, Helen, if you had to guess what they say, what what's the answer that I hear the most? If you had to guess,
0: they don't know.
1: read my book.
0: They probably don't know.
1: They, well, they don't. But people say everyone, everyone should read my book. Okay. So, in the case of a book like yours, Ascend your startup. Um, will everybody read that book? No. Well, let's think about it. If somebody reads books, you know the the book industry is a forty three billion dollar industry. Just in the U.S. and um, if uh, if I'm a romance reader and I read one romance novel per week, which is true of many romance readers, will they pick up a send your startup? No, probably not. Yeah. So books aren't for everybody. They're definitely about um, a niche audience. So we first establish who the reader is and what their profile is. Then we need to figure out what's gonna make them buy, right? And Helen, you and I you and I had many of these conversations when we were working on the positioning for a send your startup. We had to uh, get into the mind of a founder or get into the mind of a Fortune 500 executive that's scaling a product and figure out what makes them tick, okay? Um, that's key. The third part of the writing journey is something that's a little bit proprietary to made for success. And that's what we call the hero's journey plan for writing a nonfiction book. Now the hero's journey um, was devised by a guy named Joseph Campbell, back with a book that he wrote in 1949. Mm -hmm. What could possibly be relevant about a book written in 1949? Well, he had this concept of the hero's journey he wrote a book called The Hero with a Thousand Faces. And it's pretty much turned into a foundational philosophical piece for many screenwriters, for many authors. And we've modified that for nonfiction books. So we have a system or a plan for writing a nonfiction book based on a very popular storytelling method called The Hero's Journey. And in fact, if you were to go to made for success and click on our blog, I've posted about uh, a dozen or so articles on the hero's journey writing method. So that's something that you can check out. Um, The next step in the writing process, once you've figured out who's going to read it, why they're going to buy it and you've got your writing plan is then the actual writing yourself. So there's two ways to write a book. Um, One, Um, we set out a 90-day plan for authors to sit down, even busy executives, and carve out two days a week to write a book inside of 90 days. But um, uh, there's a large number of authors who will choose to work with a ghostwriter. Some people feel that's controversial, um, but uh, this is done all the time, even with... uh, big mega bestsellers. Oftentimes a, a, a professional writer will have skills that you know we don't. If we're really good with cybersecurity, uh, but we haven't trained in Eng- English literature, uh, sometimes it does make sense to work with a writer. And then after all the writing is done, then the editor steps in and cleans up all of our mistakes, right? So when I write, uh, we, in fact, the first book that I wrote was called Conversion Marketing, all about how to convert website visitors into paying customers. And in that, I talk about you know thirty different things that you can put on a website to convince people to make a buying decision, right? And we'll we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. But after I wrote this information, I was in a f- stream of consciousness when I was writing, but you always have a good editor. That, uh, that you can work with that will clean things up, okay? And that's always required. Just like if you're um, writing code for a, a living, um, you always wanna have a, a great QA process on the back end of that.
0: Absolutely. Brian, um, I'm so glad I found you after finishing the manuscript. Uh, I wish actually, I wish I you know, find you sooner as a matter of fact Uh, because writing Ascend Your Startup was incredibly personal for me, right? Nothing makes me happier than being able to share this book with the world. And my ultimate hope is that it becomes a catalyst needed for any startup out there to reach the top of the mountain. But the reason I selected you, I actually interviewed more than 10 publishers. The reason I selected uh, Make for Success Publishing is because of you. I think our conversation made me think I really don't need much of the writing uh, support, but I need someone with a strategic mindset to be my Sherpa to walk me through the journey, right? Knowing that you've done this uh, repeatedly working with other authors that gave me the comfort level uh, of working with you. And I'm so glad I made the right choice. Because you know, as upon, I mean, we've been working together for three months and everything your you and your team has done to date meets and exceeds my expectations. So thank you for doing that. Um yeah. I would, yeah. Yeah.
1: It yeah, it's been a real pleasure. And you know, the you know, a lot of people will ask, well, why should I write a book? Exactly. You know, and what are the benefits? And you're you're living this literally right now, but um, you know, there's the fame and fortune aspect of being able to get to earn media. There's mm-hmm. the bestseller credential, kind of like what Scott Hogel, the author of uh, mm-hmm. Persuade and the executive with iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's carried this bestseller credential with him for years, and it's uh, it's opened doors for him in ways that are pretty amazing. Did you know that the um, there's a lot of surveys out there, Helen, where people will ask folks, what's the most respected profession in the world? And I came across one of these um, surveys and mm-hmm. the the number one most uh, popular response was that of a brain surgeon.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: But the second was that of an author.
0: Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you think about you know, if, if you're looking to earn professional respect for your product or your yeah. ideas or for career advance, advancement, boy, a, uh, a book is a great way to uh, do that. Now, as a result, um, you know, I wrote a book. My second book was called um, Number One Bestseller, Book Marketing Reinvented. Mm-hmm. And because I wrote that, um, I was invited to go to Kauai for a insurance industry event where only the elite, the the top elite performers in the insurance industry were invited. And I was invited to uh, speak for an hour Mm and rub elbows. So I've been invited to um, exotic locations. I've had the the opportunity to speak and to travel, which are things that I enjoy very much, Mm -hmm. uh, all as a result of writing that book.
0: Interesting, Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so. Um, career advancement visibility within your company these are all um, all reasons why people will take that 90-day challenge and um, through a system that we call the draft a book experience Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and get their ideas on paper
0: yeah absolutely as in as i was going through the right you know the process of writing my book um, it really helped me crystallize some of the things I learned over the years, right? Myself, because I think when you're trying to put a framework on paper, that's quite different than you just go ahead and do it on a daily basis. Um, so I've learned so much through that process myself. Um, I also, you know, I talked to a lot of, you know, I, I get to work with top executives different sides of the company, right? Some of the people made comments about, hey, I just don't have the drive to write the book. That's not for me. Can you comment on that? Do you think that you know it requires the drive to write a book?
1: Yeah, well, it, it is an interesting question. Um, when I do sit down with authors, I, I'm very clear that writing a book is the territory of the ambitious it puts you in the top 1%. So it's not a casual endeavor. Um, and there's many, uh, th- there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. Mm-hmm. But uh, for those people that are ambitious and they do wanna take the ultimate step of sharing their ideas in writing and being published and getting all the respect and, respect and accolades um, of uh, you know, potentially even being a best-selling author, um it throws doors wide open Mm -hmm. um so yeah uh you know carving out 90 days but but let's look at it like this helen this is actually an interesting way to think about it so every year there are two million people that will decide to run a marathon Mm -hmm. okay so helen uh, you know i'm not a personal trainer but if you were to come to me and say, Hey, what does it take to run a marathon? I would say, okay, well, let's uh, set up a training routine for nine months Mm -hmm. where you're going to run five days a week. Let's change your diet. um, and let's change your schedule. So you've got time to work out.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. We'll do that for 90 days and then you'll be ready to run 26 miles in five, six hours. Right. Okay. So, um but what what does it take to write a book well um we've got a system that only takes 90 days
0: hmm.
1: okay. so it's not quite as ambitious as running a marathon and you could probably think of somebody that you know that's run a marathon right no. okay so writing a book yeah it does take discipline it takes carving out time maybe watching a little less tv maybe uh, spending a little less time doing some of your uh, recreational activities, maybe even carving a little time out of your work schedule. Um, myself, when I'm in writing mode, I get up at 4:30 in the morning and I write till 7:30. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, I'm a little dog-eared at work during those days, but I'm still getting my job done when I'm in writing mode. Okay. Um, you do that for two days a week for 90 days, mm-hmm. uh, and you are right there at the finish line for having your book ready for an editor to start working on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would echo what you just said, Brian. It took me longer because it was my first time writing a book. It was mm-hmm. about, I started in July last year. It was, uh, you know, end to finishing manuscript was, took me five months, but you're right, every week, uh, I carve out at least two days, not the entire day, but you know, half of the day, each uh, mostly Saturday and Sundays to work on the book. But you know, during the week, I would have to think about the storylines and what we're gonna put in there. So yeah. it was a commitment, right? Not just from time perspective, but also, you know, you have to have your mind set for that. And then mm-hmm. but I think your you know, after working with your company, the May for Success publishing company, uh, the editor, Katie, she is phenomenal. Right? She was able to point mm-hmm. out things I never thought about um, that when I was, you know, as a writer, the first time author for a book, she was able to provide some guidance, very meaningful guidance along the way to, um, you know, I'm really happy to see where we are at with the book. And then I'm so excited about the release of the book. Uh, on May yeah. 25th. Yeah.
1: So, you know, we talk about this 90 day time frame and we talk about one of our editors, Katie. Yeah. Um, so today we're, we're doing um, a writing project with, mm-hmm. with um, an NFL coach, mm-hmm. a retired strength coach for the NFL and with a, um, a, a tight end yeah. with the NFL. And they're all mid process, one of them, Mm -hmm. Got the project done in 90 days.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Um, one of them is about one third through the process. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. if he's gonna finish, right? The third one um is a year into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. For various reasons. Yeah. You know, being in the playoffs and and whatnot, and uh, you know, a a whole a whole host of reasons why. Mm -hmm. But um, everybody has their different a different journey. Everybody has a different timeline. There is no right or there is no wrong for getting it done. Um, you know, the, the biggest part of it, really, if you if you get right down to it, is making the commitment and then telling somebody that you respect that you're going to do it.
0: Yeah. And finding the right Sherpa
1: i finding a Sherpa. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Absolutely.
0: A, yeah. And uh, how can people reach you, Brian?
1: Yeah, well, if anybody is interested in asking questions about writing a book, um, I would encourage you to visit madeforsuccess.com and hit the contact page. And when you hit the contact page, I'm gonna give you a couple uh, things to do as a result. Um, I'm going to ask you to tell me why you wanna write a book in the comments. Mm-hmm. I want you to mention Helen's name in the response field. And I'm going to send you, if, if you go through those steps, I'm going to send you a copy of Helen's book, Send Your Startup. Okay, now what did I just do there? And this is, this is <laughs> kind of interesting. Conversion marketing standpoint, this is important for founders, especially for founders at startups. Um, We talked about a call to action, right? And I wasn't shy about saying, come and and contact me. Um, Two, I created a little um, commitment on your part. Tell me why you want to get in touch. And then three, I came up with a incentive. So a hook for you to take that action. Okay. Um, these are things that you can do on your own website. This is what the whole idea behind conversion marketing. Um, the first book that I wrote is all about. It's about creating urgency. It's creating a reason for people to act. But but all that aside, all the marketing tactics aside, I genuinely want to hear from you. I genuinely want to hear about your ideas and would love to touch base and have the conversation. So... Um, yeah, just come to madeforsuccess.com hit contact us and uh, and uh, we we'll, uh, we'll get back in touch.
0: That's excellent advice Brian. Thank you so much for uh, being here with me today. I'm sure the audience will benefit from watching this. Uh, I look forward to uh, you know, releasing the book, working with you in the next months. Um, we'll see you uh, see you soon. take care. Okay.
1: All right, thanks a lot, Helen. It's been a pleasure.